0: This episode of Nocturne is brought to you with the support of Kind, makers of delicious, healthy snacks using whole ingredients you can recognize and pronounce. Did you know that eating dark chocolate might help you sleep better? That's what researchers in the UK recently found. And that makes me so happy because my favorite flavor in the 10-snack sample box is the dark chocolate sea salt. And now I don't have to worry that eating one at 10 p.m. is going to keep me up. Kind bars are also great for a mid-morning snack, after-work commute, or any time you want a quick, healthy treat. Try a free 10-snack sample box by going to kindsnacks.com nocturne. All you have to pay is shipping. You'll also get to try Kind's Snack Club, where you'll receive monthly snacks at a discount and get members-only bonuses. Again, that's kindsnacks.com nocturne. You're listening to Nocturne. I'm Vanessa Lowe.
1: I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I can't sleep.
2: I can't sleep because... 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 They want to shoot bears out of helicopters
1: because you won't talk to me. I can't sleep. And I'm drunk. It's the third night that I've been house-sitting these two dogs from hell. I can't sleep. Because I may
2: have made the worst decision of my life.
3: The project is called Sleepless and it is kind of two things, it's a voicemail that I set up that people can call when they can't sleep and that encourages them to talk about what's on their mind and kind of with the idea that it would be therapeutic and then the second part of the project and like the public facing part is I take those messages and then I find footage to create kind of these small movies that animate the messages. And that all goes up on Instagram.
0: the Instagram handle is Sleepless the Series. That's the creator of Sleepless. She's 23, lives in Brooklyn, and works as an associate producer at a small media agency. She describes herself as an aspiring documentary filmmaker. She doesn't attach her real name to Sleepless because she doesn't want people's perception of the project to be mixed up with aspects of her own life and identity. I don't want people to watch it and be, like, thinking about me.
3: And I don't want them to be thinking about, oh, wow, like she must have been so sad when she made this. I kind of, like, hate saying this because I think it sounds very, like, also pretentious and artsy, but the work speaks for itself and, like, stands on its own or it doesn't.
0: So, do you want to use a fake name or something else for me to be able to call you?
3: Um, I'm just like, I feel like only like really silly names are coming to mind. Um, I've always really thought Audrey was a great name. Like, that, yeah, we could go with
0: that. Sleepless is first and foremost an art project. Each voicemail is accompanied by a short video made up of stock film clips, that are sometimes spot on to what the caller is talking about and sometimes pretty abstract.
3: What I try to do is at first I just listen to the message and just try to see like what images it evokes. Because you know, sometimes the way people talk, it's very visual or they'll, you know, if they're talking about love, you kind of have some obvious images that come to mind or like even cliche or if they're talking about home or I'm working on a message right now where this girl's like talking about a flight and so you know immediately you go to like the obvious things first a plane but then in the rest of the video are some really like rich images that are more associative
0: the videos being archival have an old-timey feel to them ironically making them seem sort of timeless And there's often a quality of free association that feels whimsical or surprising.
1: I
4: can't sleep because I'm so nervous to start a job that I never wanted in the first place. To raise money to go to a school that I never wanted to go to. But I don't really have much of a a choice, do I? To go to school and get a job that I hate and live life moderately successful, I hope, didn't do too well in school, might not even make it. If I don't make it, all of the money that my parents are helping me put into the school will be wasted. I'm supposed to wake up in three hours to work a 12-hour shift picking objects. I'm getting paid minimum wage to help other people get things they don't even need. That's about it, I suppose. Sometimes I think it just helps to say things out loud.
0: This feeling that it can help to say things out loud is a big part of what inspired Audrey to start sleepless. She had just broken up with someone she'd been with for over a year, and then she wound up with a concussion. I actually, I fainted.
3: (laughs) It was a really weird thing where I was kind of... um, having a really emotional post-breakup, had like two margaritas on an empty stomach and then ended up at a really great comedy show, but um, it's kind of a a funny show that uh, they always have two comedians and then one person who talks about something more serious. And at this particular show, the people who are talking about something more serious were talking about abortion. Um, And they began to describe like a botched abortion. And I, I just like, I was like, oh, this feels kind of weird. And then I was just like on the ground. I was on a stool um, (laughs) and I just fell right back and just like right on my head. (laughs) I was not out, I think for more than like a minute or two and someone called an ambulance and it was really embarrassing, honestly. I I, like, as soon as I got up immediately threw up, (laughs) like I, And uh, I got into the ambulance and just started, like, sobbing.
0: Between grieving over the end of a relationship and recovering from a concussion, Audrey found herself up at night.
3: Yeah. I was having a lot of trouble sleeping, and I didn't really... I, I felt like I really wanted someone to talk to, but I didn't have that. And I think I was really used to having that. It's kind of what you want in the middle of the night, is just someone to talk to. You're like, if I could just get this thought out, then I could go to sleep. And so I think I was kind of thinking like, God, I wish I could just talk at something. I think I was feeling very bad for myself, and part of me was like, this is really childish in a way, because I can't sleep because of these feelings I'm having, but also like, I'm sure there's at least one other person in my building or, like, uh, at least a dozen other people on my street who can't sleep for, like, a whole host of reasons that are, I'm sure some of them are much more serious than mine.
2: I can't sleep because I'm jobless, it's stressful, my father's about to pass away, and I don't know what to do. I mean, I do know what to do, I'm seeking jobs, I'm going back to visit my father, and it's everything you're supposed to do, somehow it still doesn't feel right, it's like a jigsaw puzzle that you're constantly searching for about three pieces, and you know what the pieces look like, but they just don't exist you have to keep an upbeat attitude because otherwise it will consume you alive. So I just sometimes think about the positive things because why ruminate on the negative?
3: You can be staying up really late because you have gone through something specific, but also sometimes it just gets late at night and then at a a certain point, your life just feels bad. It doesn't really matter what's going on, but you're just like, it's really late and like everything just feels really bad. And it's kind of this weird, ambiguous, like, am I doing the right things with my, like these bigger kind of questions, like, am I on the right path? And it's kind of like, well, There's no way
0: to know, but if you say it out loud, you might feel better. (laughs) So providing a place for people to offload their thoughts when they can't sleep was part of it. But as an artist, Audrey saw the potential to do something different with these late-night ruminations. She turned to the Prelinger archives, which are often used as filler material in documentaries. She'd used them in her job when a film needed a shot to illustrate something in the past
3: and I was really looking for a way to use them more seriously and make them primary. A lot of the archival footage, I think, has a dreamy kind of quality because a lot of the home movies are silent and they're very grainy, or they can be. When you're up at 3 a.m. thinking, you're supposed to be sleeping and you're actually supposed to be dreaming. Honestly, I was kind of like, I want to make these videos that feel like a dream. Sometimes in dreams you have these very, like, heavy, very literal images and then other times these images that don't seem to make any sense but actually, like, really hit you. And I was like, I kind of want to do that. I want to make the dream that someone should be having, but they're not because they're too busy being awake and worried.
0: A pretty good example of the dreamlike quality of the sleepless videos is one for a voicemail in which a grad student talked about being overwhelmed by coming up with research ideas. It starts with pretty spot-on black and white footage of a wall of books, then slowly pans down a line of young people with blank expressions on their faces. Then it gets weird, with a blob-like thing swimming around in a jar of liquid, and then an abstract image that looks like a tiny person being sucked down into black, swirling water. By the end of the 45-second video, it really does feel like you've been in an altered state. It's a result that comes from Audrey spending many hours listening to each voicemail over and over again.
3: It does feel like this weird process of, like, absorbing, honestly. Like, if I sit with a certain message long enough, it makes you think about your own life in a weird way it it brings up certain memories or certain ideas for yourself and so it's pretty like intense (laughs) it can be it can be really intense
0: for Audrey making videos to accompany these late-night voicemails creates some potentially delicate issues people are calling in at a vulnerable moment it feels private but ultimately it's not
3: There's one person who I'm thinking about reaching out to. She left two messages, one after the other, because sadly, my voicemail won't let people leave messages longer than three minutes. And towards the end of the second message, she says, you know, I don't even know if I want anyone to hear this. So I've really been going back and forth in my head about whether or not to contact her to say, like, hey, you left me this message. I would love to work with it, but you seemed unsure one person in particular she called and she talked about like wanting to hurt herself and i like wondered when she hung up the phone did she hurt herself has she hurt herself since then is she okay why did she want to what is going on i would feel very happy if i met a person and they were like i called your number But a couple of people have asked me, they're like, wouldn't it be so cool if you did like a follow-up and like called a bunch of people and like saw how they felt about it? And I am sure it would be cool, but it would also be exhausting. I think I enjoy the limitations of it. This is a relationship in a way where they give me two minutes of their feelings and their voice and then I give them a small movie but I'm kind of glad that the relationship has like limits and boundaries I mean if someone called me and said like I'm on a ledge or I'm going to I'm gonna hang up and swallow a bottle of pills like I would call them back immediately hopefully hopefully I would be there in time um I might be asleep
0: Audrey does worry sometimes that she gets more out of the voicemails than the people who leave them
3: Because when you're a filmmaker and you're filming someone, you're taking this person's life and you're making a story, and that story is going to belong largely to you. And that dynamic, it doesn't feel balanced. In a way, this feels a little more equal. You're anonymous and I'm anonymous. It almost feels like one-to-one. Like, you leave me one message and I give you one small video. And we have created a somewhat equal transaction I hope there's this sense of, like, oh, my God, this cool thing came out of, like, my late-night anxiety attack. Now it's a tiny movie. I truly hope that it feels good for the person who calls and that they get a sense of relief. And then I I hope that for other people, they're like, oh, wait, like, someone else is up late at night, like, thinking about a boy? Like, me too. And the larger thing that I'm trying to do and that I'm, like, really interested in is kind of creating this weird archive of like why couldn't people sleep back in July of 2016? Like people who can't sleep for a bigger reason? Not that like the personal reasons aren't big, but for example, there is one message I have up now that someone's talking about they can't sleep because they're really disturbed about the number of police shootings of young black men and how this just keeps happening and like she doesn't understand what to do. Someone left me a really beautiful message that I'm really, really excited about, about um, the Cubs winning. I just think it's a really cool way to maybe view bigger events that are going on. What happens nationally and like on the world stage impacts individuals like every day.
1: Well, I went to sleep at nine o'clock at that point. The polls were pointing towards Hillary. And I woke up at midnight and it said that Donald Trump had a 95% chance of Winning. I was in my bed and disconnected and alone. I just kept on picturing what my tomorrow is going to be like, tomorrow in, in Trump's America. I don't know how to face my students, because if I'm feeling upset, I bet they're feeling that like a thousandfold. Um, my friend Evan just said, "Well, I called my mom, I just to talk to somebody who loved me. And I thought maybe that's what my students need.
0: While Audrey doesn't want Sleepless to be about her, that's not to say that the project hasn't significantly affected her, in much the same way that she hopes it affects you. I feel so
3: much more normal now because,
0: I don't know, I think before I used to
3: just like stay up and just think about my life. Did I make the right decision, like moving to this city, taking this job? Am I doing the right things? Do I have enough money? Why am I so messy? It's just like all these kind of pointless questions that you can bother yourself with late at night. And now I'm just like, oh my god, so many people are asking themselves these same questions and torturing themselves. I feel so much relief. Almost like part of me is laughing because there must be at least a hundred other people in the neighborhood and we're all up just like wondering if we're doing the right things. It feels so immense when you're going through it. You feel crazy, and then it's like, I'm not crazy. (laughs) Oh, I feel so bad because I'm like, such a millennial and I don't know the number by heart <laughs> isn't that awful hold up I'm like looking up the number now okay yes yeah, so if you are interested I would love to have your phone calls you can find all these videos on instagram it's at sleepless the series and the phone number if you want to call which would be lovely is 917 426 2642 I
1: can't sleep because The smoke detector is on low battery and it's beeping every minute and I can't reach it to take out the batteries because I'm too short and my step stool isn't tall enough and I'm single now and I don't have a tall boy who can take the batteries out of my smoke detector So I'm laying in bed with two pillows on either side of my head, trying to sleep and trying not to think about the horrible beeping noise or why this is the only time I am unhappy to be single.
0: You've been listening to Nocturne. I'm Vanessa Lowe. Nocturne is produced by me and was created by myself and Kent Sparling, who also composed the theme music. Find out about all the music in this episode at nocturnepodcast.org and the notes for this episode. You can also find links there for the Sleepless Project and the Prelinger archives. Support for Nocturne comes from Kind, makers of healthy and delicious snacks. Try 10 Kind bars for free, just pay shipping. Go to kindsnacks.com slash nocturne for full details. Again, that's kindsnacks.com slash nocturne. Thank you to the rest of the Nocturne team, Robin Galante, who creates all the exquisite, eccentric art for the show, and Eric Peterson, who designed and maintains our beautiful website. Nocturne is proud to be a member of The Herd, a collective of smart and beautiful storytelling podcasts. Find out more at theherdradio.com. That's H-E-A-R-D. Thanks for listening.